Aaron, many congratulations. We're in the final four, and uh, we played great this weekend, didn't we? Yeah. Um, you know, I felt like last night that game got away from us a little bit. I felt like, man, we played good for the majority of that hockey game last night. Never an easy place to go play. I think we hit two posts. You know, they, Broder makes a backdoor paddle save to an empty net on Newman to make it 3 nothing. I felt like we could have been up 3 or 4 last night. Come back here level was a little bit disheartening. Um, you know, made hard work of it early on with that power play goal as well. But once we settled into the game, I felt like, you know, we could have had 8 or 9 tonight. Everyone was buzzing. All four lines were rolling. We made those D turn and go get it tonight, and we took advantage of, of that team in on the big sheet. They're, you know, I don't think they're as good on the big ice as they are at home, and we were able to spread them out, get pucks to the paint, and, and all four lines were rolling. It was, it was a good effort from us tonight. When we went 1-0 down, was there any reaction on the bench, or did everybody stay calm? Everyone stayed calm, and that, that 29-12-25 line was outstanding, especially early on. Um, you know, so Champ makes a great play below the goal line there, sets up Scotty back door, and then our power play gets one to go up 2-1. Power play had two tonight, which was which was good to see as well. Um, we're going to need them to, to get a couple every night here if, next weekend as well if we want to have a chance. So it was, um, yeah, it was good. And good for Danny Cristo as well to get a brace. Yeah, Danny got to the hard areas tonight, you know what I mean? And when things aren't going your way, when you're struggling a little bit, you get away from the perimeter, you get to the paint. Tommy makes a great play below the goal line on that first one, um, and, and he em empty net, and great tip on that second one. Just before we talk about Jono, a little bit about the injuries. Tommy took a nasty one last night, didn't he? And, and also Nicholas, what's, what's their situation? Yeah, I mean, Thomas came in this morning, got some work done, felt better. Um, had him come tonight, go through warm-up, and if he would have said he wasn't great, we would have shut him down, but he, he was ready and ready to go, and he played outstanding tonight. Played with some jam and grit, and... You know, you can tell that that guy's a, a grinder mentality, just playoff mindset was huge for him tonight. That line, him 1992 and 79 was excellent. Um, you know, and then Nicholas took one last night, lower body. You know, he's had a scan today. We'll reevaluate him midweek and see what, what he looks like for the weekend. Jono got an incredible reception when he skated out and, and then at the end it was yeah. a very special night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great to see all the fans stick around for that presentation at the end. He's He's been such a, a, a huge part of this organization on and off the ice for the last 17 years and he's been a pleasure for me to work for and, and have as our captain. He's going to be someone that's going to be hard to replace for sure. Um, you know, I just told Bob too, if, if at ever, any time next year we get really, really thin, he'll be my first phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk us through your week now ahead. Um, I guess if we were trying to to plan it, maybe it looks like Cardiff. They've had a great result in Coventry tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, if I, Nottingham can do Guildford, it, it kind of gives us a Cardiff call I'm on Saturday evening. I'm not even going to look into that until yeah. after tomorrow's games. I think that anything can happen in this league, as we've seen yeah. many times. Um, you know, so I wouldn't I wouldn't count Guildford out. You know, Glasgow's only two goals down going back home. Um, you know, Cardiff put up, ran a good number. Obviously, that four goals hard is going to be hard for Coventry to come back from. But um, doesn't matter who we get. We just we need to win two games next weekend. And is it a rest up the bodies week or is it a hard working week? Yeah, it'll be a little bit of both. Um, you know, we'll take two days now since we get that extra day. We'll take advantage of it, and then Tuesday we'll get the guys back in and we'll decide if we need a, another a, like a regeneration day on Tuesday and get get into like a normal work week like we would on Wednesday or if we want to you know skate four four times or if we're just gonna be ready and fresh for for the weekend just one final thing are you excited for next weekend it's a big weekend isn't it it's yeah, sold out building it's gonna absolutely, be absolutely absolutely um 
I know it's a unique system for us North Americans coming over here with only the, the aggregate, no, you know, but no best of in the quarterfinal here within a single game semi and a single game final. But you get all those different colors in the in the stands there in Nottingham. I, my my first year that I signed, I came to the to watch the game that weekend and what an atmosphere it was. So I'm looking forward to um, to being able to play there. Absolutely. Okay. Can't wait to see you there. Congratulations, Aaron. Thanks. See you guys. That's head coach Aaron Fox and uh, Jonathan firmly joins me. Can I just check, Jonathan? I had a horrible feeling halfway through that it wasn't recording, but uh, now I've got a feeling that it is recording. Let me just check. It seems to be, yes. All good. How was was your night? (laughs) I was delighted with how stress-free it was Mm. because, yeah, I was wrong. I didn't think we'd make it through, and I'll I'll not to it, because... I thought what happened last night would happen and then what happened in the first three minutes happened. I thought, this is how we lose. We throw away our advantage in the first leg and then, you know, the, the thing that saved us all season, our penalty kill, lets us down in the big moments. But what a response. Mm-hmm. For the first time all season in a home game, all four lines were dominant and the Steelers spent almost all the game in the offensive zone all four lines looked dangerous. Both power play lines scored. We were able to win all the battles in the corners. We were great behind the goal. And players who haven't always produced throughout the season, you know, have had odd moments here or there, have, have come up big in the big games. So I can't fault that performance. And I'm uh, <laughs> surprised and absolutely delighted that they've, uh, you know, given a sealers two more games next weekend. I found it hard to criticise last night's performance. I thought in Manchester we played pretty well. We had that five-minute power play, which perhaps was the one thing, and then it just gave Manchester a little bit of momentum. But but up until then, we played some good stuff in that building. We know from the other side that a five-minute power play in the playoffs is no guarantee of success. So, um, yeah, I, I think it was just the nature of the two goals coming so close together. Um, if they'd been spread out across the game, it, it just gave the game an entirely different feel. But... Yeah, the Steelers, from what I've, I've seen, I didn't see the game live. I was, was commentating on the Steel Dogs and Alex Graham having another great night over there. Um, but from what I've seen and the, the reports from people I've spoken to who were there said, yeah, the Steelers were, were the better team. That's, I, I, we'll, we'll move down. I actually thought that's as good as I've seen us play in Manchester for, uh, for a very long time. It'll be interesting to see who's, uh, who's about tonight. What a night for Jono. Oh, from beginning, middle and end. Yeah, superb all the way through and it, it was, yes, it's about the team and getting through to the final four, but it was about making sure that John O got the right send-off because Jeff Legui and Jason Hewitt retired after the Steelers had just lost and gone out of the playoffs yeah. at home to Coventry in 2016 and that wasn't the send-off they deserved and, you know, John O is, you know, a Steelers great, maybe the greatest and... No, he needed that uh, that celebration tonight for sure. Just uh, bonjour, 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 Her Majesty's Press. Can yes. you uh, give us a Bob Westerdale from the start? Can you give us something? I thought that was really refreshing night's entertainment. I thought uh, it was oh, here he is. He, he, you ought to talk to him. He's more interesting than me. Davey's more interesting than most people. No, no, we're talking about you not too. Yeah, we're all good, Davey. <laughs> I thought for my <laughs> excellent performance. Um, and a great night for Jano as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you always do these things really well. Um, and I spoke to his wife beforehand, and she was a bit nervous about how it was all going to go. But um, splendid individual, fantastic family man. Wish him all the very best. Um, the only downside would be that I'm quite getting the whole 60 minutes thing, are they? Yeah. Um, 
much closer to it tonight than previously. Um, but you can't make any mistakes going forward again, can't you? You can't let teams come back at you when you're 2-0 down to 2-2. At 4-2, I was beginning to wonder a bit, but all in all, excellent. Over to you. Over to you. Thank you, Bob. Sam's just walking past with his dinner. Great night, great performance, and a great weekend against Manchester. Yeah, it was good. Even last night, I thought we were yeah. pretty... We played, a, we played a good game. Obviously, anything can happen there. Um, but tonight, I think we did... We did well staying calm, even when that second one went in. It was a little bit all over the place, off a couple of guys. And, no, it was good, and it was a good way to end Jono's last, uh, his last home game. And it was also nice for the players who were around for last year's playoff series that didn't go well at home, didn't go well on the road, just to, to bounce back and, and get to the final four for those who haven't been there before. Yeah, like we, uh, I mean, obviously there's the Challenge Cup as well, so I took... We all took that one personally and last season. So, no, it was it was good. I can't tell you the relief I feel after uh, after a big win like that and with the fans that stuck around and cheered us on. It was yeah, it was something special. It's exciting, isn't it, going to the final four? Yeah, no, I've never been. Um, so, no, I'm really looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. Just tell me about the Jono thing at the end. That is, he's so well thought of by all of. You're sick of hearing about him, David. I am far. But I mean, it, it was it was terrific the way all the boys have. We we know how much you all think of him. It was a great send off, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think that they, everyone in the organisation, did as good of a job as you could have sending him off. Obviously, with Tony coming out with the car and the fans all sticking around and helping him. But in the room, I mean, he's the like the best professional I've ever met like he does everything right um, he uh, he treats everybody uh, treats everyone with respect but he's also uh, and he leads by example so no he's I can't say enough good words about him he's uh, he's something else food in hand and beer in hand as well it always tastes a little bit sweeter how much can you enjoy this and how much are the thoughts already turning to, to next weekend yeah no we obviously enjoy it but um, well you know think think about that tomorrow um when tonight's done we obviously won't go too hard but we're gonna definitely you know enjoy ourselves and with the team okay big mike in egypt so we'll leave it to go actually let's uh actually poor poor old cons has got his dinner here just a quick couple of word cons firstly a terrific night and the season continues and we played well this whole weekend didn't we yeah for sure i think you think about you know the overall minutes played the 120 minutes we were pretty much pretty dominant for for most of it Made some crucial errors in Manchester that ended up costing us, but I thought tonight we really stepped on them right from the hop. Um, a lot of guys stepped up and had really big nights. Yeah, you had a big goal in Manchester last night as well. Yeah, all goals are yeah. huge right yeah. now, yeah. and um, we'll take any ones we can get. But uh, the champ, Scotty and Numi, were on it tonight. They were phenomenal. Every shift they, they were controlling play, and uh, we needed them to step up, and they were phenomenal for us tonight. <laughs> One thing that the Steelers were able to do tonight was to keep the puck in the offensive zone for a long time. So you'd spend a shift in the offensive zone, keep it there, while the next unit came out, and it was just relentless. And seeing out the game, five minutes of time from a 10-minute mark to the five-minute mark of the game where it just didn't let Manchester escape. No, that's kind of winning hockey. That's how you want to create offense. You don't you want to, you know, just wear them down. They can't score when it's in their own zone. We want to just keep offensive zone pressure. Guys were cycling the puck really well. We were moving it good. You could tell, you know, those shifts after shift, they were starting to get tired in their own zone. And then all of a sudden some plays open up and, and um, we capitalized on it. A fitting night for the captain as well. The reception when he skated out and then afterwards everybody staying behind the car, the whole thing. Such a special moment. Um, yeah, like it's an absolute legend that's, mm-hmm. that's hanging his skates up and 
Um, I think it's amazing what Chef what he's done for Sheffield, but also what what happened here tonight. I know he'll always remember it. I'll always remember just just the appreciation that the organization has for for a guy like him, but also the fans as well. And um, it was really good to see him get a send off like that. Yeah, and the appreciation they have for you as well. They gave you a terrific send off tonight. It's humbling, honestly. Um, you know, I never would have expected it, but um, it's something I will never forget. Yeah, great. Go and have your... Thank you. Smells great. Is that custard? Yeah, it is. Oh, it smells really good. I'm, I'm taking my hands into my own hands here because I saw Jono go into this room and I know the last thing you'll want to do is another interview, but we'll... Oh, he's with Pete, he's with Pete, he's with Pete. Oh, my God, he'll be there for a day and a half, won't I? Um... Pete, Pete's going to really be annoyed now because we've just, we've just gone over his, uh, his little bit. I love the way the Steelers played in that third period. And, oh, yeah, Manchester got a goal back, but the Steelers then answered straight back. And that was, you know, they didn't allow him to build any momentum. But again, it was just relentless. And because Manchester, desperate to get back into the game, only managed five shots in the period. And that's the Steelers seeing games out at their best. And before the third period started, I looked one page back in my notebook. And that was the five quarter final. We were three and up after two periods of that one. And then there's three five goals in a row. And you thought, this one isn't over. But every time Manchester got the puck out of their zone, all they could do was get it to halfway, dump it in and go and change because they'd just been worn down. Steelers uh, just all over them. We were just by the room to see if there's anybody uh, free in there. They're all avoiding eye contact with us because they know what's coming. Should we go back into the media room? Pete's going to be really annoyed with us in a little bit. Nicholas is uh, just there. It's good to see him up and about and, uh, and walking. Oh, Greener, Greener, just a quick one. Um, congratulations, we're in the player finals and it's, uh, it's a big achievement for us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think all the guys where Jono gave a nice little speech before the game. And we saw that on the big screen. We don't oh. hear it, of course, but, yeah. but Aaron was quickly in and out, wasn't he? Yeah. And he left it to Jono. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, quick and uh, Jono gave a, a speech and uh, just talked about the importance and how special of a weekend it is and I'm um, really looking forward to the opportunity. Yeah, the guys just walked past us. He took a nasty one last night, but he came back tonight as, you know, as strong as an ox. He's a tough old boy, isn't he, old son? Yeah, he's an absolute warrior. I was uh, pretty shocked when I saw him at the rink when I came for uh, the game tonight, so I can't, like, absolute warrior and can't say enough good things about him. The playoff finals is a brilliant weekend. Congratulations Thank on making you. it. Have you got a question? Sorry, yeah, John. I just wanted to mention it on the on the commentary on the webcast that there were large periods of that third period where you were just spectating and you must have been perhaps anticipating an onslaught, thinking they've got to get back into this somehow. And that you there know, you are just watching as Manchester can only just dump the puck in and your <laughs> defenseman and come and do the work for you. It's not exactly the easiest third period you'd ever have, but in seeing out a game must have been uh, pleased with the way the players were playing in front of you. Yeah, they're outstanding in the third. I think that's the challenge of being a goaltender on a, on a high-end team is you're going to go through long stretches of time where there's no action and then you always got to stay ready in case the other team musters up a chance. But, I mean, our team was outstanding in the third period and all night and uh, can't say enough good things about the guys in front of me. Do you want to have your dinner? What's up, man? <laughs> All good. Awesome. Sorry, did you have another question? Sorry, did you have uh, another one? Go on. No, no, he's here. He's here. Sorry. You weren't anticipating playing this many games this season. How's the body holding up? It's holding up well. I mean, a lot of chicken wings and mac and cheese has been helping to get the calories yeah. back. But uh, no, it, it's holding up well. And uh, we made it to the end. So just uh, one final weekend and uh, get some recovery. And That's my kind of diet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rebound control. Just okay. to stick to me. Top man, Green. Top man, top man. Tommy, how are you feeling? You feeling okay? I'm feeling great. Feeling we made great. it. We made it. Yeah. Terrific. Great effort. Thank you. We appreciate it. 
What a top bloke he is. What a top bloke. Yeah, Thomas Batum. And one of his best games in a while. Yeah. Because <laughs> he thought he was playing for the Russian Red Army, that's why. <laughs> no, it, but every line contributed tonight. It was uh, really impressive to see. Let's wander back into the uh, media. The media room is full. Who are all these people? Kieran, tell us. What is social media saying? Are they happy? Uh, very happy, as, as expected. Having a bit of fun with uh, Lightning Jack and Manchester Storm at the minute as well. So everything comes back to bite you if you're not careful. But uh, yeah, all good. He does. Where's uh, Jonathan gone? <laughs> where has Jonathan gone? There's a brief summary. In fact, no, seriously, where has Jonathan gone? Oh, he's outside. So we'll, uh, we'll just talk to Jonathan about the other, uh, the other games. Coventry going down 5-1 to the Cardiff Devils. Belfast beating Glasgow 4-2. I'm trying to drag this out until Jonathan comes. I'm just trying to drag out the, uh, the other scores. Nobody saw Cardiff winning 5-1 in Coventry, did they? I said they'd go through. But yeah, I also nobody, said nobody, nobody said. Yeah, but I yeah. also said the seals would go out, so I'm uh, one, yeah. one for two on those. Yeah, but Haley, no, if you remember, said that Glasgow would beat Belfast. I said, I said five would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only two goals down. Glasgow aren't out of it. They're massive outsiders, but they're not out of it. Coventry are out of it. Coventry ain't winning by five in Cardiff. No. So you know, via play, haven't. Picked are the, Guildford going right to turn a three-goal deficit around in against Nottingham? They've got a chance. You, I could see Guildford winning that six-one. I think it's more likely to end up 3-3. OK. So, am I right, Mr Maths teacher, Mr Guru of Stats? If Belfast go through, they go through a seed one. Mm -hmm. If Guildford go through, we take Guildford Saturday night. If Nottingham go through, Nottingham go and play Belfast and we take Cardiff on Saturday night. That's correct, yeah. The wow, did you see you get that? Eh? I got that right? Yeah, the highest remaining seed will play the first game as yeah. well. So, the only chance Steelers could play at the 3 o'clock game would be if they were to play... Uh, Glasgow um, otherwise it'll be the 7pm game and it looks like that'll be Cardiff gotcha gotcha right we'll just walk across Dino anything from the bench tonight Jonathan Phillips showing to I mean talk about dragging it out tonight my, my goodness God, Jesus <laughs> Give it a break. Great atmosphere on the bench. I mean, not that it's ever a terrible one, but obviously the guys were clearly up for it, really, really uh, getting stuck in, holding each other to account. I love hearing the guys hold each other to account out there. Uh, and then, yeah, the bloody Jonathan Phillips show at the end. I think I've got the same amount of game photos as I have pictures of Jonathan Phillips. Anybody in this room, and there's a lot of people in this room, anybody ever hear a cheer as loud as that cheer for Jonathan Phillips when he skated out? Yeah, it's a podcast. You have to speak. You can't just shake your heads. <laughs> It was incredible, John, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we knew it was going to be loud, but I, I made sure that I took my headphones off for that intro because, you know, we normally let this, the video intro go out in full on, on the webcast. So, but normally I just leave the headphones on and listen to the director talking back and forth. And um, I thought, no, I want to experience this properly. So I took the headphones off and, yeah, but it was loud before then. You could tell that the crowd were up for it. And, uh, and the team responded. Yeah. And also, at the end, I don't think any... I went down onto the ice and it didn't look like anybody had gone out. No, it's the, the biggest crowd that we've, uh, we've had remain. Um, but I think a lot of people came tonight because of what was going to happen at the end of the night rather than, you know, we knew there was a playoff game to take place, but win, lose or draw, they wanted to, to send off, uh, you know, give Jonathan Phillips a good send-off.
I'm sure when he saw the shirt come out, he thought, not another shirt. But then uh, when he saw the car come out, I'm sure he's, he changed a little bit. His reaction was brilliant. You were taking the photos, Dean, but when he knew he was getting the car, I'm just seeing the pictures on your computer now, it was uh, it was incredible, wasn't it? Unreal, yeah. Blown away, I think, is the uh, the words. And he was really, really surprised by that. I think he was the only one in uh, in the staff that didn't know by that point. Yeah. But, yeah. Well deserved. I mean, oh, crack. Totally well deserved. Totally well deserved. He was too impressed with Davey trying to climb on the roof, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's it. From uh, we'll, we'll do another one of these, won't we? From the uh, from the playoffs. Um, I'll be around. Yes, I'll be around. And uh, podcast rather than a podcast. A, a podcasting from the pub. Um, anybody else got anything to add, Coach? You got anything? Yeah, we're going to the playoff final weekend, just in case everyone didn't, didn't know. know. Didn't yeah. know. We are going to Nottingham. So uh, the crowd tonight. Uh, means that the Steelers have an average crowd this season of 6,668. That is the highest average crowd for the Steelers in the Elite League era. More fans have seen the Steelers here at home this season than any season since 1995. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but brilliant stats, brilliant. I mean, a Fantastic. lot of hard work. Uh, and given that the Steelers have performed better away from home ha- than at home, there have been. you could understand if the Steelers fans had chosen to stay away because there have been some big crowds that have seen poor performances and important defeats but they've kept coming back and they've been rewarded tonight okay pete spencer is still in me jonathan phillips he could be there till about tuesday so uh, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get i don't think we're gonna get uh, pete on uh, on this edition so hold on a second is this pete come pete two things one our apologies we walked in on your interview i thought it was just jonna changing right, his kids okay give us your view on the night um it was a night where you just didn't want to end Yes, you didn't want that to be it. With knowing all the pomp and the ceremony and what was to come after the, the game, you didn't want, well, Brendan Connolly or Jonathan Phillips's career to end that way. You know, he deserves to go out on the on the biggest stage in front of all the fans and get the, the plaudits in the reception from, you know, all the fans there in Nottingham. And, yeah, almost... Oh. You, you want to win the playoffs, obviously. You want him to ride off in the sunset with a trophy. But whatever happens now, he's going out on the right stage. So, great night. And that was the most important thing. But I thought in terms of the game, um, yeah, you worry when they concede the, the goal early on. But actually, when they equalise and then pull ahead, you kind of think, yeah. I, I think that we, we looked comfortable tonight. Every line was going, contributing. Two for Christo, which was good to see. Brett Newman's got six in his last seven, and so he's hitting the ground running. So, yeah, all good. You were down on the ice at the end. It was, it was, hey, it was nice to be down there, and it was nice to be a part of that. It was, we were all, I think, collectively, weren't we, all, all down there, and to see him be honoured in the way he was. Yeah, and I've just spoken to him, and it, and he was. We know. Yeah, you know. a long time we were waiting. Yeah, <laughs> that thanking it, thanking all the, all the, all the seven thousand fans that stayed to the end, and yeah, it was. It, it, I think he was getting a bit choked up towards yeah. the end when he was starting to chat to you as well. It was kind of you could see him start to have a, a few wobbles, um, and he'd said he hadn't. He tried not to think too much about the game today. And I know actually when good Davy comes down from Hull and stays the night with Jono, so I think Davy was was kind of the the man for keeping him on an even keel overnight and sort of thing. So um, yeah, I think he tried not to think too much about the game because he knew. You know that kind of thing can can come back to to catch you out, but here's one for all of us in the room, and I'll go around everybody. So start thinking about it, folks. Give me your best Jonathan Phillips moment. I'm going to give you one, or or one that if you say Jonathan Phillips, he comes to you. I'm going to say that goal against Dan Green, 
you know, against Nottingham in that quarterfinal. If I think Jono, I think that. So I'm going to bag you that one. I think about the shorthanded five-one-three goal against Glasgow because they're as rare as that Hennessey. was. That was up on the screen tonight. Did you see that? Yeah. Bert, Dave Burnham did a terrific job, didn't he, with that? That was a, a great moment, um, and I'll let other people have a have a crack. But if not, I've got a, a second. Oh, okay, a second. Because I want that five-on-three shot and a goal. Because I'd only ever seen yeah. that twice by a Steelers player. In fact, any player for or against the Steelers. Um, one was Jeff Leguay up in Newcastle back in two thousand and. Nine, um, and then that one against uh, Glasgow last season. So, because you never think of a short-handed goal five on three, five on four, you think there's always a chance, but that just never happens. We might not see that again for a decade. Can I just piss on all of your parades here? Solly O'Barrens in the old rink playing the Nottingham Panthers. Rick Ferrer scores a five on three short-handed goal, and then scores another one. There you go, inside a minute. That was a pretty good one. Um, Jonathan Phillips moment, sir. Trophy level, you sorry, just got a bit of trophy list. Just those those moments kind of live on, live on forever. Okay, courts. Yeah, that trophy lift in Cardiff. The one in Cardiff. Yes. Okay. Yes. Every trophy lift, really. Every trophy lift. Kieran. Oh, I know his bags is it, but that yeah, that goal on Dan Green. I'm sorry, I've yeah. got to take that one as well. That's the moment that will forever live with Jonathan Phillips in my head. Yeah. Good. Actually, I take. Oh, we got to go for Ali first. Hold on, you can't have your second one. The the Eddie when he did the dab. Oh, the he's dab. T- he's so cool doing the dab, isn't he? <laughs> so cool. Neil, just give us a, a Jonathan Phillips memory in your head. If I go Jonathan Phillips, the first thing you think of? I think just the awesomeness and how he's played for us over 17 years, all the trophies he's lifted. You know, he's, he's one in a million into, you know, you don't get many of them to pound. Do you know I say Jonathan Phillips, the first thing that comes in your head? Awesome. I mean, I'm struggling with words, but, but just awesome. Okay. That's yeah, I'll let, uh, Pete can have the five on three. I've, I've written about this in the um, playoff final programme, so if you go to the playoff final weekend, get a programme. I've written a thousand plus words on Jonathan Phillips. Um, Steelers won the Challenge Cup semi-final 1-0 in Hull back in 2007, and he scored the best goal that I never saw. Puck came to him from the face-off, sort of on the left wing, the puck just squirts to him, and he hits a slap shot and it goes in off the crossbar. And I never saw it because he hit it that well. Yeah. I've seen lots of great slap shots, but I didn't see that one. So that's the best goal I never saw. In that Dave Burnham complimentary compilation video as well, you forget he scored the game winner against Coventry in the, was, player, in the player final as well. That was going to be my other one, yeah. the one that was ruled out. But it was, oh, sorry for that. <laughs> it's all right. Um, it was the Ryan Finnessy won the face off the second time, didn't he? The little play yeah. between the legs and then Jono took it in front of goal. And we were talking about this before the game. It was a bar down finish and it was a proper... Proper forwards goal, wasn't it? It wasn't a you know a fourth liners goal. Phillips was playing up the order at that point, but you surely got to mention as well the GB Ben Davis punching yeah. it down the ice and then having that great moment to keep GB up and against France three nil. Great moment for GB was when he got caught on the microphone in the team talk, wasn't it? <laughs> I think he's a little bit embarrassed by that yeah. because you know that he knows that word. Family have heard it and. Uh, Jono's a nice man and the Austrian hockey team aren't what he says they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it shows that, you know, he's, uh, he's got the right words for the right moments, including the ones before today's game. When Dave uh, Whistle signed him and then Dave Matsos took him over, 
we didn't have very many British players, and the British players we had weren't great. And I'm not, I'm not being rude to the likes of Samps and Warren Tate and those guys, but we weren't ever going to compete. And when Dennis, Dennis Maxwell brought in Huey and he brought in Tomo, um, it kind of changed. And that core then with Ashley Tate, when we stole Ashley Tate from Coventry as well, they, they took this team forward and slowly and surely they departed. There's a lot on old Dowdy's uh, shoulders and Davies as well, but but Dowdy's shoulders uh, at the moment. We've we've got to find some new bits who can control that room and, and take this club on, haven't we? Well, I'd like to think that Sam Jones is going to be here for the long haul, and I also think it was interesting that Connolly chose to pass the baton on to Alex Graham. Um, I think he's got a, a big part to play next season. We've seen Brandon Whistle have his breakthrough this year with 14 goals. Um, I think there's double figure goals out there for Alex Graham next season if he gets those. Uh, Yes, to play as a top nine forward. Yeah, that's one of the questions I asked Aaron last week. Was is Grammer ready for a permanent spot on the team? Is he better playing at the at the Still Dogs? And I think the jury's still out at the moment. But it'd be interesting to see what what happens there. Whether Grammer gets a, a full time go of it, or whether or not one more year with the Dogs is is what he needs for his development. Steel Dogs have made the final four, so they'll be playing in Coventry. Um, the same weekend the Steelers are playing so depending upon the health of, of Neverlinen and Petule and Valorand and the other players who've been out of the lineup or you know question marks over their health we might it might be that Graham's not needed um, so uh, you know decisions to be made there as well Okay Pete, Jonah everybody in the uh, room thank you for that I can find the stop button that's the end of our podcast tonight <laughs>